Good morning and welcome to our first episode of That Bears Repeating. I'm Mr. Tipple, the Assistant Principal at Monroe Central, and today I've got a group of three eighth graders. There's a couple reasons why I chose eighth graders to do our first podcast. One, I've had the opportunity to talk to these three, and they are very articulate, and uh, I appreciate their insight. But also, um, just being real honest, this year it seems like eighth grade is the the grade where we've had some issues of intolerance of kids uh, being insensitive. Um, and so we want to kind of talk about first some of the issues that we've seen here and then maybe uh, brainstorm some ideas of what we can do to make Monroe Central a better place. I know I've talked to these students before. I think we do a, a real good job of talking about being the best in the area as far as academics. We talk a lot about wanting to be the best as far as athletics, um, but we also want to be the best um, social, emotional place where kids can come and feel accepted. So welcome to the three of you. Um, let's talk about, and you know, I see things here in my office, um, but I know that I just see a piece of what's going on out there because a lot of things never get reported. Maybe the teacher doesn't hear it or the students just don't want to let an adult know. Um, but do you guys hear um, kids uh, making fun of other kids, saying negative things about other kids? And remember, this doesn't pick up your head nod. So um, what do you think? Uh, obviously, it's a really big problem right now. <clears throat> as this grade, uh, as a whole, I mean, we've had a lot of problems this year. We've had a lot of kids have to take out days because of suspensions and mm -hmm. out-of-school suspensions. And, I mean, it's not just the eighth grade. It's a lot of other kids. But there's a point to where it has to stop, and it it's going on too long. And uh, I feel like some kids repeat it um, way too much, and mm -hmm. I feel like that should be a change. Um, and, I mean, we're seeing some change. We have a lot of great leaders in our grade and a lot of great leaders at this school, including our student council, very good. I'm the president, so like, okay. it's. Uh, and I would agree with several things you said there. Yeah, it's not just an eighth grade problem, but it seems like if I looked at all the referrals for the year, a majority yeah. of this type of behavior is coming from the eighth grade class. So I think your class is where we need to start and just say, hey, here's the problem. This isn't the way we want to treat each other, and what can we do um, to begin to solve it? Okay. What are some things, and, and I don't want you to get real specific with names or anything, but talk to me a little bit about some of the types of things you're hearing in the hallways, maybe in the classrooms, of how um, people are negatively treating other students. When I'm in the hallways, I always see people being so judgmental and always assuming something of somebody just by what they wear or how they talk. Okay. We need to be a little more tolerant about what that person believes because sometimes they can't control their feelings. They can't control their actions, but they can't control their feelings. So okay. if you are one of those people who are judging them or trying to want them to be whatever you want them to be, that you can't do that. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing you say is there are people, students, that just based on what you wear to school, or maybe how you look, they they judge you before they even get to 
know who you are. Yes. That's, that's, right. okay. that's a big part of what people think of other people. Obviously, you got groups here at this school, like uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you got, like, the real sporty kids. You got the real, <clears throat> like, nice kids, the smart kids. Um, other groups, like, the less less popular, we'll say that, like that. So, but, yeah, I think we talked about, and I think I talked about this with all three of you, you know, the movie uh, Breakfast Club was made, like, 35, 40 years ago, but I think it's still as relevant today with the different groups, the different, if you want to call them cliques, um, in schools today as it was back then. So, yeah. Did you have something else you were going to add to that? Uh, I was just saying, like, it's it's kind of sad to see some of it, too, because it's like these people are really nice kids if you get to know them, and I feel like that's that's the worst thing about this right now is that they go straight to name-calling. They don't take the time to get to know somebody. Right. They go straight to oh, yeah, I don't like this person because, oh, they're wearing, like, real long earrings or they cut their hair or they don't wear nice of a clothes as we are or they're not acting like us. They're less popular. Right. Uh, that's, a, that's a big problem right now. And, it, and, I mean, it's really hard for you guys to hear as, like, principals and school stuff because there's only two of you right now and there's 70 of us and lots of name-calling, lots of all that. And it's, it shouldn't happen because, like we talked about empathy, you don't know what's going on in the other person's head. Absolutely. The other person could be having a really bad home life. And I know there's some kids in this school that have really bad home lives and still get made fun of. And it just all needs to stop because you're making fun of that kid who is having a terrible home life and is having bad grades and bad stuff and they don't really have anything to lose. What makes what makes them different? They're a human. We're a human. If you make fun of them, they're the exact same as you, basically. Right. Right. Like they, they, they go to the school. They want the same thing out of this school that you do. You want to go to college. You want to be smart. You want to be nice. You want to have friends. You want to be a popular kid. You want to graduate. You want to graduate. But uh, the problem that we see is they put down kids and everything that work really hard in the classrooms, but they don't know the kid. Right. That's good. I think this this uh, issue is even bigger than what clothes you wear or what where you come, your home life. I know we've had some issues with racial comments. We've had some issues with um, kids making comments because of um, gender identity. And so, but all those things, if you trace it back to what is the problem, it's it's about learning empathy. You mentioned that um, learning tolerance and acceptance and and you're right we're all human um we all want to do our best here and i think i talked about this with a few of you last week um we all want to be able to come to school and not have to worry about people making fun of us people saying negative things to us nobody wants that and you know i've been in this job for a long time I've, I've been in education even longer. I've never met a student that says, you know what, Mr. Tipple, I love it when people make fun of me. I love it when people call me names. Nobody wants that. And yet, you know, if, if you ask every student out there, I'm, I guarantee you that most of them, being serious, being honest, would say, no, I don't want that. I don't like that when people do that to me. And yet, those some of those same kids go out and they do that exact same thing to others 
that they say they don't want for themselves. And so, yeah, it's, it's how, do we, how do we make sure that this is a place where, you know, the, uh, last week I had a junior high student in my office that says, and he's a, a fairly newer student, he said, every night when I go home, I tell my mom I want to go to a different school because no one, I don't feel like anybody likes me here. That breaks my heart. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable enough in my manhood to say that breaks my heart. I don't want that for a student. And so how can, I guess the next question is, what are some things we can do? And I want to get you involved in this conversation. You haven't said anything so far. What, what are some things that we can do? And maybe it involves student council. Maybe it involves uh, the Alliance group or um, Bad Club. We've got several organizations in place, and maybe it's a joint effort. But I think it, it has to come from you guys, from that side of the table. Because Mr. Rutherford and I can try to do, on Wednesday mornings, talk about these type of things. We can try to um, make an announcement. But, but sometimes it's like, ah, that's just some old guy talking to us in it. And I think, but when it comes from peers, when it comes from other students, I think it can be a lot more effective. And if you guys get the ball rolling, I think, at least when I was in junior high, I, I looked up to high school kids. And we have an interesting setup here where our junior high students and our high school students are in the same building. So if you guys start making these changes now as eighth graders, next year as high schoolers, as freshmen, as sophomores, I think the incoming junior high kids might be more likely to listen to what you've got to say. And I've talked a lot. Talk to me about... What are some things we can do? And maybe it's big things, but maybe it's just small things in the hallways and classrooms. What can you do on a daily basis to try to combat this negative that's happening in the hallways? Um, <clears throat> I think that maybe what needs to happen is people just need to start being more tolerant with everybody else. And that if we start treating people with kindness, then like it'll be returned back to us at some point. It may not be then, and they might return that back with rude and hateful comments, but you just have to, like, take that and not take offense of it, but just take that as, well, I understand that they don't like me, but that doesn't mean I have to do it back to them. I'm going to be nice to them still, no matter what. And if we continue to be nice to people, then, like, It'll be returned back to us, and people will start catching on to that, and then other people will start doing it. It just takes one person to start something, and most people will follow. And it'll spread. That's a really good point. I like that uh, a lot. At the elementary, they actually have this uh, sign on the walls by the cafeteria. It's the Golden Bear Rule. It's been hanging since I was a kindergartner. Um, It says, treat others the way you want to be treated. Like she said, you'll return. You'll be treated a lot better. And it is tolerance. It's tolerance a lot. Kids don't agree with some other kids' beliefs. And um, it's, it's not that bad, though. Like, when you think about it, let them think how they want to think. Let them believe what they want to believe. You're not going to change a kid's beliefs because that's what he supports. He supports that. Maybe you don't, but it, that doesn't mean you can just make fun of him and ripe on him and argue with him every day and make him feel unwanted at this school. Right. Make them feel like transferring. 
I think I think the adults right now in the world are doing you guys a real disservice because somewhere along the line we've come to this belief that if I don't agree with you on something you have to argue. then I have to argue and I can't just accept you you know what everyone has their own beliefs everyone has their own thing and that's what makes this world awesome because if everyone believed the same as me this would be a boring place right but the fact that we all have different ideas that's what makes makes it awesome so but she hit the word that I was hoping for that we get to today the K word kindness I think that can be an immediate change you know and you're right it's like paying it forward right if I if I show kindness and we do the bare positive things and that's kind of the idea there that we want to recognize people that are showing kindness but if we show kindness it's going to spread I think you said that right and more people are going to catch on and the more that I'm kind the more that becomes just kind of second nature to me and instead of saying negative now I'm starting to look for positive things instead of looking at what you're wearing and I'm going to look at things, ways to say, hey, I really like that. Today I saw a student with a new haircut. I'm like, hey, I, I like I like that haircut. It's looking good. And it's not just, that's a that's a simple thing, a haircut, but, you know, it starts there. And I think, I think you're right. We need to, we need to practice more kindness. Awesome. Yeah. And kindness will spread just like how doing good stuff spreads and how you get rewarded. That'll spread. And I'm going to bring it back to the groups thing. When you, when some people go to the gym and try and play basketball with teams, we go, some people say, no, go away. We don't want to play basketball with you. Mm-hmm. We have another basketball goal who just allows everybody to come in, but they play super rough and they act like, oh, you, we'll let you play, but we don't, we just want to, we just want to act like, we're better than you all the time. It doesn't have to be that way. People can accept, hey, you're not good at this, but we'll help you be better at it. Right. And and you don't have to always, oh, that's, a, that's that group over there playing basketball. I'm not a part of that group. We need to be more tolerant and more social. If, if I walk into the cafeteria today during junior high lunch... You're going to see a lot of different groups. I guarantee you, I can about tell you where... Every student is going to be setting because it's we've got these little groups, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's awesome to have good friends, but at the school I used to be at, we would have um, sometimes we'd have what do we call that like mix it up Fridays, where when the students came into lunch, they got a color um, and then they had to sit at that color table. So they were at a different group with different students. And then there was, this sounds dumb, but it was pretty cool. There would be like a little set of questions that um, the guidance counselor had put there. And they were just questions to try to learn more about other kids. That, that, that doesn't sound dumb, though. Like, that sounds like something that maybe we should try doing mm-hmm. because we're so different and nobody knows it. And with that difference in everybody, nobody is. And some people will say, oh, I'm tolerant of this group and this group. But we all realize that at some point we break that tolerance and we start to 
keep to ourselves and keep to a small group because we don't want to learn new things. We don't want to be taken out of this comfort zone that we have. We don't want to go out of the box and go out of our way to meet somebody new. And that's with new students too. Like some of us don't want to talk to new students or meet new students because we don't know them. We don't know them. We don't know what it's, what they're like. We don't. We want to stick to something similar. We want to stick to something we know. That's do you a, think it? Do you think it's hard for a new student to come into Monroe Central and kind of? I know it is. It's, it's hard to very, adapt. Yes, it's uh, it's very hard. Like with. And you. With, I was a new student okay. my sixth grade year, okay. so I know that it was hard for me. Like, I did the same thing. I stuck to myself. I didn't talk to anybody for the first nine weeks. And then when I started finally talking to people, because, like, people would try and get me to talk, but I wouldn't do it because I didn't want to know new things. Like, I wanted to go back to my old school, and I wanted to go back with people I knew and people I grew up with. Right. But now moving here, I've adapted, and... It's so much easier to talk to new people now for me because, like, I used to have major social anxiety, and talking to more people here, I've gotten rid of it, and it's not as bad. Now it only happens when I'm in huge crowds of brand new people that I've never even seen before. Which you can tell, like, there's there's a lot of transfers. We have a lot of transfers come in. <clears throat> and with open enrollment, that's that's becoming yeah. a, a bigger thing. Um, we're we're going to run out of time here. This is the last thing. Let's let's stay on that topic. But I want your thoughts on this. We're talking about things that we can do to make some of these issues a little less of a problem and make this place better. So. What can we do? And maybe this is a student council thing. Maybe this is a topic for student council. What else could we do? And, and I want to hear your ideas here because you were a new student a couple years ago. What could we do to help when there's a, a new student that enrolls um, and Mrs. Swift lets us know, hey, there's a, there's a new eighth grader, there's a new seventh grader. What are some things that maybe student council or it's, it wouldn't have to be student council but a group of students that are like the welcoming committee yeah. or something. Actually, that's yes. exactly what yeah. I was just thinking about. I feel like, um, obviously, the students, when they come here, they take a tour. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe instead of having a uh, Mrs. Do Swift it, doing it or a teacher, have a group of kids do it. Mm -hmm. I saw a movie. We went to see it in sixth grade. We went to see it at the Winchester Theater. I, we saw a movie where he was a new kid and Wonder. nobody, yeah, it was called oh, yeah. Wonder. Nobody Wonder. knew him. And, uh, he had a group of kids tore him around. Well, there was a couple of kids that started to like him now that they knew who he was, and then there were a couple of kids that didn't like him. And they were so, judging him by his appearance and how he looked. Right. So I yeah. feel like maybe students should welcome them and take yes, tours around the school right. with them. But I think it needs to go a little further than that first day, but maybe this group could check in Guide on him. Guide him. Kind of... Yeah, say, hey... Invite him to the table for lunch. Yeah, exactly. Or, hey, we're we're going to this club. Well, you want to come and see what this club is like? And just mm. do mm. some things to make sure that it's not first day you're welcoming and then now next day... I you're can't, on your own. You're on your own. But kind of ease them into the culture uh, here at Minnesota. And Center. something they I get. think we can do is... We can, for lunch, put tables together because they're at the table I sit at, we all crowd together and we ask people to scoot over and there are people who are really far away from the edge of the table and then it's like they're invisible. So I think we can put tables together and 
try and make a larger sort of table so more people can sit there at a time. And here's my last comment, because I think I just heard the bell. You walk into the lunchroom, you see a kid, and there are kids I see frequently sitting by themselves. Can you break away from your group? Always. Like, even if they are by themselves and you don't even know them, it's the nicer thing to go and sit with somebody new than to sit with everybody you already know. You know what's going to happen at that table. You know the conversations every day. So when you go and sit with somebody new, you're learning new conversations. You're talking to new people. And with that, maybe they'll come and sit at your table and then they can learn everybody else and, like, get used to everybody else. And that's getting them more friends and having more people to hang out with and socialize with. And if they don't have that, then it might not end up well for them. That's the tolerance that we were talking about. That's the tolerance to be able to go do that, be out of your comfort zone. Because I know it's not comfortable to go sit with somebody that you barely even know. Um, but it makes it makes them feel more comfortable. It, yes. But it also stretches you too, because you you I think when you take the effort to meet someone new that has some different ideas than you that maybe has different interests, it makes you a better person. It stretches you pretty good. When I moved in, when I moved here in first grade, I walked through the door of the classroom I was taking, and it's just you feel all the pressure of everybody looking at you. Right. And then when you go to lunch, you're like. I don't know where do I sit? Kids. Where do I sit? Where will I you, fit in? And then you just try and figure it out by walking around a little bit and try and figure it out, and it's not enough time. So. And for some kids, that transition's easier if you're an extrovert, but if you're kind of introverted and you don't really like to meet new people... Not it's, very it's, social. It's, yeah, it's, it's a difficult transition. Folks, thank you very much. I think our first episode went well. I'm looking forward to having you guys back and maybe depending on the topic, maybe getting some other people involved. But thank you for your insights. I hope this was uh, insightful, not only as our own students and teachers listen to it, but as it gets out there for, for others too. So awesome. Thanks.